What's going on? What's going on? We got Chris Ward up in here. What's going down? Peace. How you guys doing? Glad man. to be here. And you know, we got Tim with us as always. Yo, what's happening? Hell yeah. So what's up, man? I'm glad that you came down from Roanoke, huh? Yeah. So what you doing up there in Roanoke? I know you got your books out, Crossroads. Yeah. But what do you do in the community more as a standpoint? Well, my, my regular my regular job, I'm a service coordinator for the uh, reentry program at uh, Goodwill. And, you know, I, I utilize that job, man, to, to support this community to get some of these fathers home to their kids and, and help them get in a stable mindset, you know, to, to come back into the society and help build the community, you know? So I do that, and I got a cleaning business. And um, like you mentioned, my books, I, I write, you know, and that's therapeutic for me. But I drop a lot of gems in the books, you know, so um, somebody else can kind of see my mindset as a growth. Okay, well, before we get too deep, what gave you the inspiration to go down this route to really help the next person out? Because, I mean, that's you stretch yourself thin, helping a lot, and you're really putting a hand out. What gave you that inspiration? That's, that is a, a real statement right there. Um, you know, just seeing seeing things growing up where people didn't get help, mm-hmm. seeing people that didn't have, and you might, I, I didn't have coming up, but you you kind of get a, a sense of entitlement when you know you can do better and can achieve more. And my entitlement came as, you know, I want to bring the next man up or the next woman up, you know, elevate people around me so they can elevate people around them. It just motivates me, you know, to see people yeah. Yeah, come from the bottom and, and you know, yeah. and just make it somewhere. Cause I, I grew up seven brothers and sisters, you know, um, mom didn't have nothing, father out of the house, you know, abusive, all that, you know, sad story stuff, but I didn't use that to keep me down. I came up and I feel like I'm pretty successful given, you know, the odds of me making it. You know? Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, you yeah. pulled up with a nice ride, got all your teeth, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're breathing. That's a blessing. You know that what is saying? a blessing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you got to think, there's, a, there's so many people um, when I look around, they are strung out or they are just going down this shit path. And like I was I was uh, reading this thing this guy was saying the other day mm-hmm. is that he feels like shit. And you know, because he had sold the dope that he got his homeboy on yeah. and then he ended up dying. And he's ruining people's lives right. because he didn't see another route. So when you got somebody that's taking a good route and showing people that there's different things in life, then what we're shown to know or what we're shown through music or whatever's popping because mm-hmm. generally that's how it goes. Facts. I mean, listen to anything that's on the radio right now. Facts, yeah. So, right. you know, what we're groomed to know, what we're knowing is supposed to be right. You know, if you're not going to be a musician or you're not going to play sports and, like, I come from Sacramento, California, so okay. we, we ain't have shit. Right. So if you didn't do something like that, if you didn't make it out or sell dope and make it out, own some businesses selling dope, you wasn't making it nowhere. Yeah. And but you don't have anybody telling you, hey, you could really go and do this, and you could yeah. really go and do this. There's tech schools, there's trade schools. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot more to it. I think, and, and it's the unpopular vote to, to do it the right way. It's easy. Very unpopular. Yeah, it's easier to, to do it the bad. The, well, it's easier. The thought process is easy. You don't have to put much thinking in mm-hmm. to go out here and rob somebody or sell some dope or yeah. whatever. You know that is. You don't have to think that through. Now, when you 
take a person that want to be successful and he thinks college, he thinks uh, long-term trades, equity, value, ownership, business plan, business proposal, that's LLC. A lot of that's yeah, a lot of you thoughts. Gotta, yeah, you got it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's too hard. I don't want to think like yeah. that. So now I'm going to go out here, you know, make some moves, get on the corner, and it's glorified now, like you said, through music um, and just... And these last few generations is even worse. Like, it's popular to go the bad way. And what's unpopular is somebody that made it from that environment without being a rapper or a ball player that's mm-hmm. still successful. You know? Yeah. They don't want to see me or anybody like me talk in front of a bunch of kids because in my community, the only heroes is the ball players. And, and yep. the, you know, so, but. It's cool now to show these kids that there's other heroes, you know? Like, in my neighborhood or where I'm at, you don't see too many black firefighters. Mm-hmm. So, I was a firefighter for a while, and to my son, I was his hero. Yeah. And, and yeah. you know, and you, you go, you take a black firefighter, you put him in the middle of projects, they... They that don't guy, laugh at you. Well, initially, <laughs> but now that guy, yo, I could do something. I was, that looked kind of cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we're not educated on what the fire department do and what firefighters actually go I through with that training and stuff. That's the thing that's got it twisted is lack of knowledge. No, lack of knowledge. Because it's so pretty, if it's you pretty don't cool. know what you don't know, though. Yeah, because... You know what I'm saying? If you're an accountable person, you just, you know what I'm saying, you like to do it anyway. Yeah. Then the only thing that's holding you back is lack of knowledge. Yeah, that's all that's it is. Good. Because as soon as you know how to do it, right. you're gone. You yep. And right. we have smartphones. Yeah, yeah, Google, yeah. You can Google yeah, and Google look up anything. anything. Yeah. And yeah. if you want to take a course on it, there's yeah. there's a there's course a to be. Up. And that's what I was always saying. There's always a professional in any field, no matter what you want. Do they have this thing called Masterclass? I mm-hmm. think the thing is awesome. But they have all of, like, you know, actors and poets and musicians and engineers and producers. That's crazy. And, and they have all of the professionals in their field tell you the tips and the tricks of the mm-hmm. trades, you know, and things that you won't think of. And, but but here's the thing. It's like unpopular opinion. Yeah. Why would you want to go to school? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I want to get rich first. First. Yeah. Then I can be comfortable yeah. enough to learn yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and that's, that's, that, that's the that's, general consensus. Yeah, I want to be narrative. comfortable first because most of the time, if I'm financially stressed, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? This is as an adult. Right. As a kid, I never understood what the fuck money was anyway. Right, and I'm right. saying as a kid, as in 21 years old, I didn't understand what money was. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They don't teach that in school. No. Nah. They don't right. teach economics in depth in school. They do, but you have to be going to, one, a private school, <clears> two, right. a nicer school. It doesn't. If it's inner city or urban, you're not yeah. going to get past geometry until sophomore. And, wh- and why is that? Because of the money. It's, it's how much each community is getting paid in. Okay, so your school teachers and your salaries are going to go by the school budget that they have over the whole state. And each school district right. is broken down into each budget because of how much those kids' families' average income gets taxed in those communities. So if this community's average income is 156000 a year, the school systems in that community are going to be better. So the, the school, the teachers are going to get paid more. The staff will have more of a budget mm-hmm. because that community pays into it more. But that's not necessarily true with everything because, yeah. you know, there's bad apples and bad bunches in every place. But for the most part, that's how it goes. Right. So that's why I was telling you, like, you notice that whenever we pull through the hood, there's hella potholes because mm-hmm. they don't pay shit for taxes. Yeah. Here. 
But if we go through the country club, yeah. them things are brand Smooth. new and paid. Yeah. Right? Every, every, and it, it's crazy that to think of it like that and, and to think of the state of these communities and good, good or bad communities, you, you think of uh, the response time to emergencies and yeah. situations like yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, and when you bring these things up and you go to these council meetings and you sit in front of the, the high elite, as they call themselves, it's taboo to them. Mm-hmm. You know why? Because they, they don't know they don't it firsthand. It. Yeah, they don't know it firsthand. So they're never going to understand from my point of view, mm-hmm. and we definitely will never understand from that point of view. Well, see, but here's the difference. That's when you separate yourself. Right. And see, just like a gentleman like yourself, you are becoming into a different demographic. Right. Right? So you're going to elevate yourself. You're right. going to take as many people as you can with you and Most try definitely. to show as many people, not just give them the fish, but actually teach them how to right. rot it up, you know right. what I'm saying, and actually cast out themselves. But if you bring enough people with you, the biggest thing is strength in numbers, and that's how you elevate yourself. You'll get yourself into the next level. You know, there's levels to this shit. Mm-hmm. You know, we could all start at the bottom, but just like the next man, they breathe and bleed the same as we do. Yeah. It takes knowledge. Right. And if you're willing to educate yourself and sit down and actually listen to somebody who is understanding it and knowing where the fuck they're talking about, mm-hmm. then just like I was saying with the master class or any professional, whatever you want to do, you educate yourself, knowledge is power. You get the power, you move to the next level. Absolutely. You know, and that's where you deal with a different statistic. You're a different statistic. Sure. You know, we were talking about the other day. There's 273,000 millionaires where we're at. Dang. That's a lot of them. 273,000 millionaires. Yeah. No, millionaire homes, right? And a millionaire home has to classify as having $2 million in liquidatable assets and ordering over uh, and uh, earning over 250000 a year, right? I didn't know that. So... Those are millionaire homes. 273,000, right? And we're not even, we're like number eight on the top rank, which is because there's a lot of money here in Virginia. Yeah. You but talking about the state or just Bristol? The state. Or just, okay. No, the state. Okay. But we have Mars families and things like that that are billionaires. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? What we have in Virginia, we have the second uh, richest family in the world wow. here in Virginia. You know, the thing is about Mars it is. Mars family lives in Virginia? Huh? The Morris family lives yeah. in Virginia. Yeah, that's where they're at. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild. Every fucking Snickers <clears throat> there is that's come wild. from here. No, I don't come from here, but yeah, you know, yeah, the people. I got you. But um, the biggest thing about it is, is like you're saying, you don't know what you don't know. Right. So if I, as a child, showed you this is the better way, mm-hmm. hit this book, this is the better way. Right. I'm going to teach you, and then they could have a completely different response in life. You know what, Ace, the, the crazy thing that you, the, it's crazy that you said that because I didn't know how to complete this. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody in my family, in my, well, not, I can't say my family, in my circle, could tell me if I came to them like, yo, how, how, how can you be an author? Like, how do you, you know? So I had to go through the bumps in the road, um, deal with a couple uh, publishing companies that weren't trying to help me with anything. And... You know, and I didn't know how this process went because lack of knowledge. Like yes. you said, yeah. you know, I don't coming up in my the people I came up around. Um, genuinely, we didn't have black authors or you know that I knew. I mean, yeah. of course, it's celebrities and things of that nature. Yeah. I'm talking about with an omelet that can help me understand yeah. this. You know, yeah. and um, so now I like I like to share this. I like to tell different people, anybody, like you know, to publish a book. 
and sit down and, and write your thoughts out is it, very therapeutic. And, and then when you actually see your name on the front of a book and your words live forever, these words in this book, mm -hmm. no matter how long I'm gone, these words and gems in this book is going to be for, around forever. Yep. You know, and it's just going to, whatever I put into it now, it, that investment is going to be worth it long term. But I didn't know all this, you know, because I never, like but you see, said, that knowledge. That's when you elevate your craft now. Right. Now that for you sure. learn this. For sure. Like we were talking about with guitar theory. Mm -hmm. Right, um, you can, I could teach you, you know, if you're learning from an author, mm -hmm. and he's sitting here, and you're like, okay, now I know how to write, now I know how to, now you're gonna start learning some tricks of the trade. Yeah. Now, when you hit Definitely. your fourth and fifth and sixth book, that's when you're gonna start elevating your craft. Definitely. And anything, anybody that is very dedicated, you get out what you put in. Could, could you, know you imagine having the generational wealth that Mars family has on their side as a tool? That make that would make it completely different though. Yeah, because it would. I, I, I'm about. To, I feel like we're about to say the same thing because <laughs> it it would come easier and, yeah. and it it wouldn't mean as much, you know. Like it's the, this would. It's the same principle though. If you imagine it, you can imagine anything and do anything. Yeah, very true. You're yes. right. I, you're that, right. Is, that is the truth. That is. That you is have facts. to though. You have to have that full blown belief system. Yeah. Like, we just started this messing around. I was like, dude, I want to do it. I've been talking about it for years. Yeah. We're going to do it. Right? And then we have some good listeners you now. Know why we a have... lot of people just go work a nine to five every day. Why is that? Because they ain't dreaming, man. Mm -hmm. That's that. I, I can agree with that. If you dreamed and had a dream, right? And you wanted to do something, mm -hmm. you really want to do it. Like, like, I don't want to go make tacos and Taco Bell. Right. You want to write a book. Want to go start a podcast? Or yeah. You want to start a mechanic shop? Just talking about things that I know that are in reality right now. Mm -hmm. All you gotta do is do it. Yep. There, there's nothing else to it yeah. except for the fear of whatever fear that's holding on to us to stop us. From doing it. Yeah. yeah. Some people don't have that that they have that lazy mentality. They want to dream about it, yeah. but after you dream, Magnified. you gotta active, activate it. You gotta activate what you dream about. Put those those thoughts into action. That energy. Yeah, because. I started a cleaning business and it just was in my head and uh, my sister and I we just talked about it and then you know one day she was like she gave me all this information this lady in front of me and she was like we'll get to we, it yeah what are we gonna do about <laughs> it and I'm yeah. saying like I guess we about to go get okay, to work go. let's go let's go like, is is that activation like yeah. and, and and that's what helps me and motivates me um, because I got a lot of concepts and ways that I want to you know help the next man up or educate what I feel that is missing from my community. And um, writing is a tool uh, for sure, because <coughs> you write it out, you can see it in front of you and you can understand it. And um, it's just a way of reaching reaching people, you know, mm -hmm. in, in general. So um, I'm definitely a dreamer. Do you, think it's hard, do you think it's hard to get the next person to dream though? Like when you're having a conversation with somebody that you've never met before, and you're trying to build them up and you're trying to say, hey, look, this is the avenue that I would like you to take in life because you have this amount of skill, you have these type of talents, you have this type of heart. Do you think that somebody that you're just meeting, knowing about them, like, you know, when you're getting, getting out, yeah, you know, if somebody's getting out and you're like, listen, this is what you should do, this is what you should do. You, you know what was crazy with the reentry program when I first came in, doing the reentry and, and working with offenders, I thought just that question that you just asked mm -hmm. me went into my head like, 
how can I connect to these these men and and give them a vision that they might not never out, seen? You couldn't tell me shit. Right. I'm free now. Yeah, I'm free. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you exactly I, what I'm gonna do. Yeah. yeah. It's explicit. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> yeah, you get, a month though. Yeah, you get some of them that come in and they straight honest like that. Like, yeah. look, Chris, I ain't ready. I'm about to go do this, this, and that. You're not gonna hear from me yeah. for a month, straight up. Facts. But and, and I respect that yeah. because honesty is always respected. But you know, the thing is, I feel like everybody that that comes in, that like you said, you want to help them see that vision. They have to see something tangible first. Mm-hmm. And I believe I'm that ta- tangible person because they look at me, they don't see no tight suit, you look pencil neck. Yeah, in, yeah. in, in my approach. You yeah. know, everybody's a, that, that's in my office, I treat them with the same dignity and respect because I'm not there to judge you. I'm here to help you. And help, and hopefully, you're going to help your family and that family is in the community and that community will it's grow. You, you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Um, that's my mindset when I speak to these guys and, and these women. And um, so we, we have had some very good success stories in the reentry program. Some is people that, that have came back and really shook my hand like, yo, you really helped me. Like, I was about to go back this way and you really helped me to stay on the straight and narrow. Now I'm a business owner. Now, some people that beautiful. came that's through that more than money, man. Yeah, yeah that's it, money, I, man. What is I, to see a man who hasn't seen his kid and frustrated with the child support system mm-hmm. to one day send me a picture with him hugging his daughter? Yeah, come on, man. Like it's nothing better than that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So that's that's what it's about. So I, I show tangible results, so I help him with that vision. Now I got a question that's a little harder. So, have you ever ran across people that you just know is just helpless? I mean, like, you're like, it, there's nothing that's going to go through your head. I'm sorry about who you are. You know what? I just learned that, even harder than that, I just learned that I had some friends around me, you know, what we call day ones, mm-hmm. around me, that I just know they always going to be who they are. They it's nothing I can do to help them better themselves. So if I can handle that, I definitely been walked into a few people that I just know like this person is stuck in this lifestyle. And and it's nothing that I can do to fix it. It might be a higher power or anything of that, and that's what I'm gonna go to, but I can't do nothing to fix this situation. Yeah. And that's probably one of the hardest things to do, but it's a friend. It's freeing. It's freedom because when you let that weight sit on you and you internalize their problem as yours now, it, yeah. it's stressful. But it's easy to do, though. It really is. I mean, especially yeah. just like you said, like your day ones, you know, the question was asked for people that you don't know when right. you know with the reentry. But when it comes to your day ones and it's that and that's that feeling, that's that's heavier than just way somebody, heavier, you know, way heavier. because that's something that you have to deal with on a daily, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, damn. Yeah. You, know. you see it. You like, see it. Yeah, it is know? like, and those are people that are entwined into your life. Right. Yeah, so those it, are the people that... So if I could deal with that, I definitely could deal with the strangers that I meet and I know that... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I can handle that, I, I can deal with this, but... Have you ever met any people that you didn't want to help? Yeah, I had a, uh, a racist gentleman. I mean, he wore proudly come uh, in my office and... Um, you know what, though? It wasn't that I didn't want to help him. I knew that what I was going to provide 
he really, he wouldn't take it from me, you know? So I can't say I didn't want to help him. A part of me kind of was like, man, but you know, I knew whatever I offered him, he wasn't going to take it with advancing his situation. Yes. Just because of who was coming from. Just because, yeah, because of who was coming from. And that's sad. And that's it, super sad. It's, it's sad, and, and the thing about it, you know, the, the guy turned out to be a hard-hitting supporter of, of vets in the military. Yeah. He didn't know he walked in my office, he's looking at a vet. Yeah. 11 years. Yeah, you know, you know what I'm saying, and, it, and it's like you because you just looked at me at the color of my skin, mm-hmm. and you had you he been in prison for like 20 years, so yeah. and you have all this on you, and that's your insecurity. That's cool. We yeah. could have got past that to get you in a better situation because at the end of the day, if I help you and I better your situation. You're gonna acknowledge me in one way or another. Yeah. <laughs> Whether you speak yeah, it out loud yeah. or yeah, you yeah. Know, you're, you're gonna, gonna be like, you're gonna tilt your head. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing though. Uh, people, people very much stereotype. Yeah, yeah, all you the know? time. Well, I'm from California, so I didn't see it until I came out here. Yeah. You know, and I think I think it's a uh, it's a shitty thing. Yeah. It, it, but I didn't see it when I was younger in Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore, but. When I came to Virginia, it was more prevalent, and I, I learned like, okay, so this is what it is. I didn't experience a lot of it in Baltimore, it was a bigger city. When I moved around, like, I experienced it. Yeah. And you know, now it's like you know. Yeah, hey, we stick to ourselves anyway. Yeah, so just, just, I, we don't run a yeah, anyway. I don't care yeah. about that, man. Yeah, you can have at it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that, that's a good question, though. That's a real good question. You made yeah. me think with that one. Well, I mean, I, the whole thing is it's a, it's a community. Yeah. And, like, growing up in Sacramento, you could be driving down the street, and you could be in Chinatown, then you could be, you know, and then they have uh, full Islamic neighborhoods to where, like, the, every, mm-hmm. they have the, the mosques and they have the delis, you know, because they have to have, all their food has to be halal. Right. And, you know, they have full communities like that. So... Growing up, you see it, different cultures. Right. We all will go to the same school. Right. So right. you know, my friends could be from Guam, Guatemala yeah. to yeah. Europe, or black or Chinese or Japanese, whatever. And it, you know, you don't ever see it. But I think today, especially the way that they've got the politics and all of these protests and mm-hmm. everybody, we're just getting more and more divided and as sensitive. it is. And oh, and, super and, sensitive. No. The truth is always something that people fear. So we, let's just eliminate telling the truth. We can't do oh, that. Oh, no, you can't and, do and, that. And no. now you can't even, like, speak on anything that's a different opinion from anybody else. Period. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, everybody's offended. Everybody. You and I could meet and genuinely have no disdain for each other, no, no problems, no issues, and could disagree on something but still be good. Yeah. But in the masses... In the, mm-hmm. in, the, in the masses, we can't do it can't that. Go down like yeah, that. it can't. It can't <laughs> for some reason, it just can't. You know, nobody can just leave it where it's at. Okay, yeah. you don't agree with that? Cool. cool. You know what I'm saying? It's all Listen, right. Like, it doesn't matter. All right, when you go and take your family to ice cream, does everybody get the same shit? <laughs> Absolutely That's not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I look at people on a moral calibration scale, right? Right. Like, as long as you're morally calibrated, right. you know what I'm saying, and you're genuinely a good person good and trying person. to help out people right. that... You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's what the judge people on. Yeah. 
You know what I'm saying? I don't care what a, a person does in their whole life, mm-hmm. as long as their moral calibration is correct. I think we too nosy. Yeah. The the the, the, the FaceTime, the from FaceTime and the social media. And I say that because it's like Everybody has to know what everybody's doing at all times and how they doing it at all like, times. In, in, how long has <laughs> As the World Turn been on the TV? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, drama, oh, yeah, drama sales, yeah. Bro. That's yeah. been going on forever. Yeah, yeah you right. Yeah, they love that shit because because everybody's too nosy and then too sensitive. They they want to know yeah every step what you doing how you doing it and if they don't agree with it they feel like it's their job to speak on it yeah. and that's how the world is now. And so it's, which it's brings me to my next question. Okay. So when somebody's getting out, you know the charges? Uh, so if they get out and they, they apply for our re-entry program, yeah, I know that charge. Okay, so what if you do not fully don't agree with what they did? Well... That's what was my it, question. It, yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, you know that there's uh, people who are yeah, locked that up. Be hard that would uh, right there. I mean, I definitely don't... I think that they should stay in. So I have... Just to be transparent, um, I have an issue with anybody that did anything to children. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, you know, like, my nephew was murdered. You know what I'm saying? And that's hard for me to, you know... 100%. You know, so... But in the reentry program, we we don't accept sex offenders. Oh, Um, that's cool then. Yeah, we don't accept sex offenders. I could Um, imagine sitting across from somebody trying to help out. That's what yeah, I'm saying yeah, because, like, like I, that, yeah, you you feel away. I can help anybody else. Yeah, you. It's that's a great question. You do, you do see a charge, and you and sometimes you feel away. Like, but you know, um, I had a, it's just so many cases of people getting railroaded by the justice system, um, and then these guys get out, and then mentally nobody's giving them mental help or no nothing's being done for them to get them in the state of mind to really be back into society because when you lock down and you told where to eat when to eat when to drink same thing with veterans right Mm -hmm. let's let's be real the united states army as far as being a veteran versus somebody that's where were you at incarcerated where were you stationed okay so i was in the national guard for a while um and regular army for a while so the places i traveled to i've been to iraq uh kuwait um germany uh, all over the, the states. Um, my first duty station, or my first actual interstate uh, duty station, was uh, in New Orleans when uh, Hurricane Orleans. Katrina hit. I wasn't there. I was. I was. I was mobbed as a National Guard and sent there. I, I think I was like 19 when okay. Katrina happened, um, and I was down in the, uh, the cleanup with all that, and that scarred okay. me for the rest of my life. That was the worst thing oh I ever gosh. seen. I heard that shit stunk so bad. Man, all like the way, the Gulfport, Mississippi, every, you yeah. picking up bodies that are, you know, literally Inflated. so full of water and just yeah. busting it. And just, just yeah. yeah, skin hanging in it. And, you know, you 18, 19 years old, you know, this is your first real action, you know? Like, yeah. you out of basic training in AIT. This yeah. is, you know, you in the field. Then you told to put citizens... American citizens, you got to put them on a curfew. Uh-huh. You're told to protect the the the, the uh, casinos. You're told yeah. if they raid, you're told, you know. Yeah. It, it yeah. kind of, oh, yeah. it messes you up. Like, hold on, wait a minute. These, this isn't what I signed up for. These are my people. Mm-hmm. These are the citizens of America we are sworn to protect. Yeah. You know? 
But now you're telling us to put them on a curfew because you want to protect this, the casinos and, and all this. So we was policing the police while doing recovery. See, that's what they don't. They don't harp on that. They don't yeah. tell a full story with that. You know, They don't tell a full story with a lot of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. You know, I mean, I, I, I had <clears throat> conversations with people too. See, I joined after that. I joined okay. in 08. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I, I was just full active. Yeah. So, yeah. but... And, you know, there's a lot of those, but I always just tell people, you know, I joined for my brothers. Mm -hmm. I went to Afghanistan and things. I did everything that I did from training to everything was just for my brothers. Yeah. Just flat out, you know, and for my family, you know, for that paycheck. They pay good. You get full insurance. You get your college. I was able to (laughs) get all my college in. You know, you can travel all over the world, you know. So, um, you know, it's like my son. You know, I tell my daughter I want her to travel all over the place. Right. You know, go to art school in France and do stuff like that. Don't don't just sit here and do it. You know, go and do it because when you become my age, and you know, I had my first kid at 17. Okay. So when you're 33, I'm like, I want you to have a full good life before you sit down and have kids and get married. Right. You know, do do it. Live life. You know, right. because that's the one thing that you don't know. Yeah. Is it might sound whatever mm-hmm. but go and join the military go get a desk job right and go get your college and get <laughs> out not a hustle? And no, it's a straight hustle it's, straight it's hustle. a straight hustle it's a straight hustle oh my gosh it's, listen it's you can literally hustle. do anything you want the right. second you join right. okay you go through basic training then they make you feel tough yeah, you then you feel, go through combatives and they yeah. give you just enough to get your ass kicked yeah, but right. the thing is, is now you feel like somebody, somebody. and you know what yeah. everybody wants in this world they so want important. somebody of worth to tell them that they're worth something. Right, that's true. So when you make your mom proud and your dad proud yeah. and you're bringing home the bacon and you are a little bit more tougher than you are today, yeah. even if you've never worked out a day in your life and you go to the gym that first day, that night you feel like you're fucking macho man yeah. Randy Savage. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You open the mirror and some more Flexing shit. Now, you, know, you know I lost yeah. some weight today, didn't Just I? one day. You know, one day. You know, yeah. I ain't never did any of life. shirts. Yeah, yeah. ripping shirts. You put on smaller yeah. ones. Yeah. But, um, but the thing is, is... You, I always encourage people to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, I encourage people to just go out and do something <clears throat> meaningful, you know. So my thoughts going into, I, I really didn't have a choice because if I didn't, the military changed my life. Because mm-hmm. if I didn't go into the military, I probably wouldn't be the dynamic person that's in front of you guys. So the, mil- the military gave fully me. Fully feel the same. It gave me structure. It gave me a belonging. It gave me, I, so I never had a male role model. The military showed me how to be an independent male. You don't have mom doing this for you, etc. You know, nobody. You gotta learn, you know, and that gave me what I needed. And but then, you had men teaching you that. Right, And that's right, the key, right, too. Right, 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 right. So you have that yeah. role model. You have that right, person. Right, right, right. Learning from, from that perspective, yeah, because if, if, the, if the military does anything more than more than like you said it's a hustle it can set you up further in life yes. for a great life <laughs> yeah but so. like they used to say be all you can be that's right. some real ass shit yeah because you can literally do anything that you want to do yeah yep. they're gonna they're gonna pay you they're gonna pay you and to then do they're it. gonna teach you to yeah. be smart yep they used to always tell me look if I can't make you smarter I'm gonna make you stronger do some fucking push ups yeah right so long. they're showing you these things. And if you've never had a father and your mom 
is the only person in your life and you have three or four other siblings. Mm-hmm. That's a little hard. I've definitely got Cause you're gonna be, Because yeah. you're going to be raised by your homeboys up the street. Streets, yeah. The dudes that are doing the things. And I can guarantee you none of them have structure in their yeah, life. Yeah, they lost as you are. They just yeah, lost. Yeah, we trying to figure it out together. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's where a lot of times, you know, in the community, that's how gangs are formed. And you got people repping neighborhoods that they don't even own because mm-hmm. it's a brothership just like in the military. If yeah. we ain't know each other for we both serve, yep. it's automatic. It's you automatic. know, it's what's love. Up, like, yeah, what's yeah, up? Because yeah. like, we know the shit we went through. Yep. You know what we had to go through. Oh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it's the same in that dynamic when you deal with the communities. You have people that just trying to figure it out as they go along and they take a sense of belonging to a neighborhood and then they beefing with some other people that took a sense of uh, belonging to a neighborhood that none of us own. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, we don't own we nothing. Don't own none of this shit. Shit. Yeah, we, we fight in a driver's license. You can't park. Uh, yeah, it's we, so close to yeah, the earth. We don't own this shit at none all. Of this. We ain't named this street. Yeah. You know, we might <clears throat> we might have a mortgage on that house. Right. Right. That really, the bank owns. Now and owns if martial sure. law comes into play, they can just take, take it, it anyway. Without without you know? doubt. But. You know? But you also think, too, um, a lot of people aren't going to join the military for the simple fact that we're going to look up to the people that are in our neighborhoods and our communities. Yeah. And yeah. look at the government. Yeah. Look how fucking corrupt it is. Yeah, Do you yeah. really think I'm going to go join yeah, them? Fuck yeah, that. Yeah. And that's the mentality. Yeah. That, you know, that, I'm, that is. And I can't even hate on them for it. Yeah, I can't yeah, even I say, can't. nah, bro, I feel you, but no. Yeah, I can't. I, <laughs> I, 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 listen, I, you can't defend that. Certain <laughs> yeah. yeah. stuff, you just got to yeah. sit this one out. Yeah, like, that's how I'm saying. Like, I don't know. You do your own research, bro. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know. Because, you know, I, I do get asked this, um, you know, how can you go, you know, with all the recent killings of black men by the police officers? And it's like, Chris, how could you go defend and fight for this country and you see your brothers, you know, out here, regardless of the circumstance, getting just publicly offed, like killed. Yeah. Regardless of what it was or what it wasn't, <clears throat> what the claims were, like these people getting executed, you know, and it's, it does kind of make me think like, dang man, like I wasn't thinking about a race when I joined the military and I went over to Iraq. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about my brothers. United States, all of us. Yeah. It's not a color. I didn't have a color to this. I just had shit. We, yeah. If you ain't United States, y'all want smoke? Let's get it. Like, see, you know I, what I'm never, saying? I never. And see, that was one of the biggest things um, about the Colin Kaepernick thing. That right. The only thing that I got upset about that whole ordeal was is because that the national anthem to me mm-hmm. is military. Mm-hmm. I do not whatsoever mm-hmm. compare the police mm-hmm. and the army. And how, how did you, yeah. They, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, how the hell did y'all intertwine them yeah, two? Yeah, yeah. I fucking hate the They cops. changed that joint, though. And I love the military. Yeah. They, I know? think they nerd, they, I think they, the media orchestrated that so well that it, yeah. they took people that probably would normally stood with him like, you know what? He's fucking right. But it twisted their, their brain to be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because, it all, it's, some, it's a lot of patriotic people yes. that, that if the narrative wasn't the way the media made it, they probably would have stood with exactly. Kaepernick. And, yeah. and, and that's why it just... Because I was like, I was like, hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. Because they made it I to where felt, it was felt, like after the military. Yeah, and, and he's and, like, wait a minute, guys. And then so he went <clears> and put the socks on with the pigs on it. And yeah. then I respected that because I think he was trying to say, hey, hey, look, we're talking about cops here. Yeah, yeah. Y'all yeah. Did it. We're not, I'm not talking about, about the country. Yeah, I'm yeah. talking about cops. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, dude, you guys 
that thing went way left field, way fast. Quick. You know, what Quick. he should have did was spoke on it beforehand. Right. Been like, look, I'm taking the kneel during this for this reason. I want y'all to roll with been me. There'd a whole bunch more people doing it. There would have been, the whole stadium would have done it. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And then it'd have been a big thing. He could have did it a, in a better A better way. There's, way, there's yeah. way less bad people in the world than there is good. Bad yeah. people just, they're, well, they're outnumbered, bro. Yeah. They're definitely yeah. outnumbered. Yeah. I, but, I don't agree to that. But yeah, Not think, all police are bad. Not yeah. all anybody. Yeah, but yeah. everybody likes to stereotype. Yeah, yeah. yeah we got to have a target. We, we got to point our finger at somebody. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's that's their way. That's the world's way of, of doing that, you know? And, and just like when I reached out to you, mm-hmm. you know, I, yeah. I looked on your Instagram and... I didn't come with no. St- I didn't even remember. I asked you when we spoke on the phone, yeah. like, tell me more about your platform. I yeah. just was like, you know, this guy is doing his thing. He got a podcast, got a nice following. You know, I didn't just like go into like, well, you know, uh, politics or what. Like, go, what is he talking about? I just seen you trying to build, and yeah. I'm trying to build. And I say, you know, let me reach out. And that is how the community is supposed to be. Yeah, you're supposed yeah, to. Everybody sure. come together. Like I don't have to agree with everything that you're right, gonna do. Right. You don't have to agree with everything I'm gonna do. Right. But I can guarantee that I love the fact that you feed your family. Right. And I right. love the fact that you have talked about your son multiple times on this show. Right. I'm, I love great. the fact that you brought somebody with you that has your back to the fullest. Right. And that you come with a positive energy. And Definitely. those are the biggest things in life that I look forward to in any man. If you're willing to step foot and stand on what you believe, you show exactly who you are. You don't come fake or funny. This is exactly how I am. This is who I'm going to be. And I'm positive about it. I love who I am. I love my people that support me and who I, and who they are. And that, that's all positive energy, man. That's what you're supposed to be. Always. Yeah. And you know, when you said it, Ace, it's crazy because it's the, the support comes from is is more times than not my biggest support are people that uh, are not around me all the time, mm-hmm. and it's the sad truth. You know, like you guys, how long y'all known each other? A year, a year, a year, right? Yeah. Now, take somebody you know longer than him, right? Yeah. Somebody that maybe is not as close to you, but should have been as close to you. Uh-huh. And would you say he would be more supportive? Do, do you know? Do you have a handful of friends that are more supportive then- than somebody that you met? A year. Oh, I have a handful, and right. that's it. So right. yeah, 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 it, 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 because it, yeah, it's yeah crazy. I got friends that I'm like. Are, it, you, are you closer with your friends in the military that you don't see as often versus? Oh, yeah, 100%. I tell people that and they think, yeah. you know, nah, it's it's people I'm, I might not have seen. Let's say my friend Jones, I haven't seen her in probably over, let's say nine nine years. Yeah. You know? But I'm closer to her and her family versus somebody I might see like last two weeks or whatever. Yep. You know? That's crazy, it's huh? Wow. But you know what? That's actually cool though because of technology. Yeah. You know, and I yeah, love technology. That fact. I yeah. have I have so many brothers in the military that right. we're all on the Facebook and they I get to see their kids. kids I get up. to see yeah, all yeah. these pictures. That, that I'm like, oh, that's part. awesome! Oh, that's awesome! So yeah. I don't feel so disconnected. Right. You know, and I'm right. from California. Right. Right. And I mean, everybody that I have in my family outside of my sisters in California. So, my sisters in Florida, you know, but, so I'm the only person in my family outside of my wife and children yeah. here, yeah. you know, the only. So, 
everybody, I, but I still feel fully connected, connected yeah. you know, because we do pictures, we talk every day. I could, I see someone, uh, like they do the TikTok. Yeah, yeah. They send me TikTok videos all the time. So I got to be able to watch those. I yeah. laugh with them. And it's like, you know, it, it's cool. I like that technology because I don't have to be right here with you, but just like you said, but you know what they say about the phones, right? It says it takes you further away to the people closest to you mm-hmm. and closer to the people furthest away. Sense. Right, yeah. but here's the thing. If you, I walked into the Japanese place yesterday, because uh, we we got a cannabis store grow. It's a grow supply uh, store. Okay. Yeah, we okay. sell tents. We got so yeah, we opened it up. Uh, October first. October first was okay. kind of. Yesterday we kind of we were just like, hey, we're oh, that's here. Pretty good. Yeah. Man. So we're just uh, stocking the whole place. Okay. Yeah. So, but so we got a Japanese place right next door, and uh, I went in there. And I was sitting there, and Shoei hooks us up. I got some dumplings and things like that. And as I'm waiting on them, I'm looking, and there's three people at tables, and each one of them are sitting there with their phones in their face. Yeah, and yeah. then I say anything to, to each other. Cross another person, yeah. So I'm thinking, man, they must be like, like when me and him were talking, I'll be sitting here on the phone while he's talking, but I'm looking up what he's telling me telling about. Me. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? So I like, I'm looking it up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. Yo, why are we so? far away from each other yeah. you know what I'm saying what, yeah, like yeah. what are you really doing are you just strolling on Facebook liking random pictures you know I like to do that when I'm taking a dump in the morning outside of that let's go out yeah. here and enjoy the day I don't have enough time to sit there all day with this thing this thing is a great tool but it also can hinder you from experience in life like I see some young mothers that have you know, younger kids and they, they young mothers and whatnot. And you know, this is the social media era. So while you sitting there holding your phone, you missing your kids first step. You missing yeah. words that they're trying to pronounce because you're not paying them attention to help them speak better because you're all in your phone. Yeah. You know, you, you a lot of times that's the case. They sit, we, we send our kids to school and think the teachers are supposed to teach them everything. But it starts at that age when they're that young, the kids absorb a lot, but we we all in our phones, man. These phones, you know, and it, it, it's a hindrance, but it is a great tool as well. You know, we were talking about with anxiety the other day. We are so stimulated by our uh, phone yeah. that everybody has anxiety now. Yeah. Everybody has anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Depression and anxiety. <laughs> so you mean to tell me if I take away your phone for the next hour, uh-huh. you're going to be like, I'm just going through it right now. Yeah, you're just having a bad day. It's a bad day, <laughs> you know? Instant gratification and dopamine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 you're right. But th- that's the thing, though. So, right, the first thing you do in the morning, yeah, check my message. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah 100%. Like pictures. Right, right. Yeah. Who, who it's a good you? hustle. Yeah, yeah. Look how it, rich they got off of it. Yeah. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, it, it definitely. And, and now they're making it, that's the only way you got your mails in here. They, they, made it so that everything comes to if people lose that phone they lose half their life right and now. they oh, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, 100%. yeah yeah like it, break, break your phone, phone where oh, you can't use it yeah. I guarantee you get an instant yeah. feeling of dream yeah. like, oh, oh yeah you sick no let it die yeah. Just let it be dead Because yeah. you know it still works yeah. Just let it be dead uh-huh. I need a charger I need a charger You know what I'm saying Hey let it ding like it's got a charger Let it ding like it's got a message Coming on and you can't see it Yeah Oh, oh man yeah. <laughs> oh, oh but now But now let, let Relationships Let one of the spouses Or somebody grab that phone Oh yeah uh, Well I don't know uh, That's my, a quick grab And a quick like Instant Even if you're doing nothing It's like well 
What are you? Yeah, it's kind of like that. Even if you're not doing anything at all, why do you need my phone? Like, well, dang. Yeah, it's personal now. Everything, like everything on it, like everything I do is on it. Yeah, you can just say for his personal. You be at Walmart or something, right? And you pull out your phone. And you know you're in line or something. You look at it. You want to look to see if someone's looking, like looking at your over your shoulder. Right, like, right, right. right. You automatically like, like, come so close to me. Like, yeah, that, that, nice. I don't even know you. Yeah. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Hey, that's true though. That that's I, a wild thing to think about. But these are ours though. Yeah. This is our personal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's got the picture. It's like, what is your background pic? Ooh, what's your background yeah. pic? Yeah. Man, like MySpace. You remember MySpace back yeah, in the day? Yeah, I do remember MySpace. Where you can like actually customize the back and like be rolling with the music going. MySpace used to be lit. That was like the Facebook before Facebook. My yeah. space used to be lit. I still, I wish I remember my MySpace password. Man. Oh man, yeah. oh it's all different now. It's all you can't even log in. Oh for real? Yeah, I tried uh, doing it a few years back. Uh, like Justin Timberlake and Mac Miller or whatever bought it. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, but like we were saying, I won't even, I won't even show him the picture, mm-hmm. right? And I've caught myself. I, I'll do this no more because I've caught myself. Yeah, I'll be like. Hey, did you see what I posted? <laughs> and you see it right here. Yeah, you see yeah, it right yeah, here. Yeah, I'm like, hey, yeah, did you see yeah. what I just posted? Yeah, yeah, hey, you that's see that? Yeah, that's like crazy. It? Yeah, like yeah, it? Hey, like, hey, like what I just yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. Okay, go comment that's, on my post real quick. That's crazy. Hey, you didn't like my post? <laughs> that's crazy. Damn. Yo, people take that personal now. Yeah, no, very personal. Very personal. That's why I speak on it. Because yeah, I've, I've, like, had somebody be like, hey, I noticed you ain't liking none of my posts like a week. You know what I'm saying? It's like... I'm kind of feeling down. I probably won't do music anymore. Yo, and I'm like, what? yo, <laughs> yeah, kill your career. I fucking now don't like it anymore. I don't like it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't take it personal because like I have friends that that are in my circle, and when I started writing, and and you know, I used to be like, yo, why you ain't sharing my book? Yo, share my book. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like now I'm not even asking. Like I don't want to ask. I want them to be so intrigued and so happy and entertained with this writing that they're going to share it without hesitation, you know? We don't promote none of our show oh, on our personal pages. Right, right. Nothing about this show is on my personal most, on my personal Most pages. of the people I'm really cool with in life, yeah. they don't never like my stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah I don't never really like theirs. Yeah, I don't yeah. even look on their Facebook. Yeah. I, really, I rarely Cause you, scroll. Because you know them. Yeah, like, you see them. Yeah, yeah you've like, already seen uh, all this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need to go look. Yeah, I was just at your house, bro. I'm yeah, not liking it. I'm not liking it. I told you it was nice. What do you mean? I gotta like it. Like, but that's what it is now is likes and Do you know what I like to do, though? Whenever I see somebody and they're like giving their full rant on like, oh, my baby daddy is not doing this yeah. and like this, I like to do the laughing thing. You know how like a lot of people are like, you're going to get through it, girl. Or yeah, like yeah. one of my homeboys, oh, it's okay. Put you know what I'm saying? I'm going to come face. over and we'll hang out and watch Netflix or something. Yeah. You know, you always have them doing creepy dudes. It's okay, girl. I love yeah. you. You know he's what I'm saying? Yeah, he's trying to slide in. Yeah, he's trying to slide in. That's but, all that is. But whenever I see those, like the full-blown rants or something right. bad about how your life is just horrible, you yeah, know? Yeah. I do the laughing thing. Ha, ha, ha. And people are like, did he really just do the laughing thing on my shit? You trolling now. That's nah, what I'm saying. Yeah, no, but, but what I'll do is, I know, I, I personally know these people. Oh, okay, okay. Now, I personally know them. Uh, and then they're like, hey, bro, because they'll hit me. And I've yeah. had it happen a couple times. Yeah. And like, dudes do the same shit. Yeah. Know? Oh, I just am going through it. And they'll hit me be like, why'd you do the laughing thing on my... I'll be like, because it's funny. And it wasn't a joke? No, yeah. man, I'm really going through it. Then why the fuck do you yeah, tell everybody? Yeah, why, why are you telling the world? You know, why world? are you telling the world? Yeah, yeah, you know, I keep agree. keep your personal business to your to, fucking self. Yeah, I'm not going to social media and tell them, like, 
my whole spiel. That's that's dead. Oh, dude, I had, I had, I had that a lady the other day that yes. put on there a whole big old paragraph about being sexually assaulted at a bar, right? Now, I know the lady personally, uh, so it probably went, I would feel sometimes like it probably went the other way, like she did it to them. Right. Right? But it's just because I know her. Right, it's not right. because, you know, if it was anybody else, I'd be like, damn, they were the victim. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. So I call and I say, hey, who was it? Where they at? What's up? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because automatically I feel like, hey, man, yeah. shouldn't nobody do nothing like that, right? Right, right. Oh, no, but, but. You start, remember that? Yeah. Start backtracking and everything And else. then she established a support group and started a council. You remember this? Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was and a I was bag. like, that's, that's what shitty. in the world, man? Why right. do you have to? Do that to get that kind of attention. Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's attention is up. a drug right now. It's yeah, made it's, up. It's, yeah. They love attention. Is is people need it? They can't not have attention. You you ever stroll down Instagram and you just I hate to say this, but it's real. You just see everybody wants to be a model or Instagram model. Or oh, something. dude. They they don't want to have a a brain. No, they I just see dudes just... pimping their wives yeah, on there, bro. Yeah, just for real for attention. I look. I've deleted so many people this past week because you know when you go on your Facebook and it has the stories. Right, right. You know how many ass shots I've seen? Yeah. Ah, they'll be like one of my homeboys. Yeah. He's doing music, but he's like, oh, it, it grabs your attention. I'm like, yeah. yeah, here's the kicker, though. I don't want to see some ass shots. If yeah. I go over here and pull up my fucking Facebook because I want to show my wife a yeah. meme I seen earlier, and I fuck with you tough, so I got you on my Facebook. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't want to see some see ass shots. Yeah. She's going to look at me like, what like, the hell what you got going at? on? Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So... I'm like, you got to go. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. damn, dude, I have to leave like five, six people this week. Yeah, but I here's don't the even thing. have a Facebook. I see man. people promoting their wives on the OnlyFans. Yeah. I see, like, yeah, yeah, I know a dude that's got yeah. his girl on that thing, man. I'm like, how? Yeah, I'm out. Why I just deleted one of my friends, uh, old ladies, off my Instagram. Yeah. And because I followed him and I followed her. Yeah. But then, you know, this, I've, probably followed them like you know five six years ago right so i still had them on there yeah. and then i'm scrolling and then i see this ass and this and that and i'm like oh it's, come on now yeah yeah you know what i'm saying because my kids be jumping on my phone yeah, yeah yeah i can't have that shit yeah so i scroll past and then i see another one and i'm like why am i that's oh man that's my homeboys why what the hell is i don't follow them and shit like why would i want to see her like that i see you at the barbecue yeah, Linda, it, put it away. I don't understand the concept of this. It's a whole new hustle, though. You know that uh, the only, only fans, fans, yeah. It's a whole new thing. Hey, look, I ain't knocking nobody's hustle. Yeah, it's, it's a you hustle. You do what you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, I ain't pimping out my If you need that to survive, then if that's the level you got to go to, then by all means. But, I mean, personally, I'm not. I wouldn't do it. No. I mean, I'm not. Maybe that's their last measure of but here's the thing you are who you hang around factual yeah, that's so a, I can't have my friends 100 walking accurate. around with they chick on OnlyFans right. if we're going to church this weekend you know what I'm saying because I don't care what the pastor does on his free time I don't want him seeing me with the person that he watches <coughs> on his free time in public. <coughs> yep. you know what I'm saying so think about it all, of course all your friends y'all don't all have the same uh, you know, Outlets. everybody not gonna agree on the same thing. Yeah, nah. But one thing y'all can't agree on is the morality of y'all's friendship. Yes. The loyalties, the standards, there's it's unspoken standards yes. around people. So I'm some people don't have those. They don't have it in them to have those. Yeah, I know. You know what I'm saying? So, Sad, but so it is. And, and the thing about it is like it 
be those type people, they feel your energy and it's different. And they so curious about your energy and how you move, they want to be around it. But they yep. can't never be around. You, you, We can't never allow nobody to, I call it vampire, taking our energy. Yeah. When they use the energy, they're not returning. Everybody around me returns gives, you know? Yep. And sometimes, you know, unfortunately, it's people that just take. Yep. yep. That's why they said they're going to take, 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 they ain't got nothing left. They do, man. Hey, yep. that's what we was just talking about this morning when we was talking about, like, friends and people that you meet. Like, right. You know, if they ain't, if they ain't putting forth the same energy that you right. put now, then what, yeah. how long is it going to be before they're like, Man, right. Hey, can I get this? Hey, yeah, get dude, that's that? a true, hey, a true thought though. Yeah. And I mean, it sounds shitty to say it like that. Yeah. But I hate it when I meet somebody, <clears throat> and we start becoming cool. And I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna be kind of cool with this person, right? Mm-hmm. I need to have a little more friends in my circle. Yeah, yeah. So I start being cool with them, and then like three weeks later, they're like, Yeah, you think I can get like forty bucks from you or fifty bucks? Yeah. I'm like, Oh man, yeah, I thought yeah. we're gonna be cool. Uh, yeah, you know? already. And it's not to the fact that I don't want to give you forty bucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I got forty, I can give you. Yeah. But no, you ain't got fucking forty dollars. I don't want to hang out with you. Right. I, and people don't under. So people think money, money changes you and all. It changes the people around you. And success changes the people around you because just changes your situation. Yeah, yeah. because no somebody that don't own a business or business minded, you can't explain to them tax exempts and, and all that write offs. Yeah, they gonna they don't know. Mm-hmm. So you know, and and then if you got somebody around you that don't understand life as as we us brothers are over here building and vibing and talking, you know, they looking at us like we speaking a different language, right? Mm-hmm. So how what do we have in common besides the fact that you know you're around? Is you shouldn't yeah, it's money. I'm not and, yeah, and I'm a not lot of people will see you. somebody and it looks like they have some knowledge, which means that they have some power. Mm-hmm. Because anybody with knowledge has something. Right. They That's have true. something. I've never met a dumbass. Oh no, I take this back because I have. Okay. I've never met. I've never met. No, I was gonna say I've never met a dumbass that had a lot of shit. But I'm yeah. saying I've never met somebody who was very intelligent uh-huh. with nothing. With nothing. Yeah, me neither. You know, everybody that I know that is intelligent and is well walked, mm-hmm. they they have something. Yeah, you know well walked part. Yeah, that for sure. Well, you have to be well walked. Yeah, got to. Because without a doubt. Because I could be intelligent, but a snake. Snake. You know, so mm-hmm. you have to be well walked. Right. And because a snake's gonna lose everything at the end. Regardless Always. of the fact. Always. So, if you're well-walked and you live by a good moral standard, you know, I don't care what your religion is, politics, yeah. whatever. But if you're well-walked and you do good business, you're going to have something. Right. And you'll have knowledge as well because obviously you're well-walked. You're smart enough to know. Right. That's like, you know, we always say, um, uh, a wise man knows that he's stupid. A stupid man don't know he's stupid. You know, as long as we can understand <coughs> what we need to do, that's half the battle. Now right. we just got to go and do it. Yeah, you know? A lot of people don't know what the fuck to do. That's well put and well said. I agree with you on that. You definitely don't find too many intelligent people um, that's well-walked. Not um, being successful. You know? On the business side of what you do, who employs you to do that? Uh, I'm... Well, right now we're self-funded. So, our grant was funded by Department of Labor and a few other grantees. But right now we're self-funded by Goodwill. Um, you're speaking of the reentry program, right. right? Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering who runs it or whatever. Yeah, Goodwill. 
um, Goodwill Industries. Uh, and it's a it's a beautiful thing not having to abide sometimes by the grants, policies, and guidelines because we got a little bit more of a leash to uh, a little bit more of a leash to help people in a unique way. Um, recently, we were able to bring in a good friend of mine, Antonio Stovall, uh, to bring a holistic health, mental aspect to it. He teaches yoga, mental uh, meditation, um, just all kinds of things like that, uh, health and body. And, you know, it, we were able to get a lot of people that responded to him, and they really enjoyed, enjoyed that. It helped them with their anxiety and, and things like that. So, you know, we get to be a little bit more outside of the box. With, uh, helping, uh, and if there's any of these questions that I ask, we can edit all that. Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for sure. uh, when when they when you hire, get somebody hired onto a job, is that where you make a percentage at? No. So you just get paid by the hour. I, I'm I just made salary. Uh, I just uh, got promoted. I'm just now salary. So it's you know you typically get paid. So you get a, a grant, and out of that grant. Uh, the directors and the program managers or whoever, uh, finance or whatnot, they set a salary or, or hourly salary, whatever the wages for the people in the grant. Right. So that grant should cover their wages. And, the and Yeah. Right. But um, we're self-funded right now by the, uh, by, uh, Does the just Goodwill itself. Does the program itself get money off of the checks of the people that they help your jobs to? Like, no. say, if I was, I came to you for the program, right? Mm-hmm. And then you got me a job with the company, with right. that organization, get a percentage of my job. No. So, the benefits of the nonprofit uh, getting these people a job, it just, it shows, like, the Department of Labor, for example, governs that grant. So, we get X amount of people jobs. They right. see that we're providing. So, next year, when we go to apply for a grant, they'll give us more money. You get what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, because you're yeah. working harder. Yeah, because yeah. they see that, okay. okay, this is working. They got yeah. 60 people jobs. Yeah. Maybe we give them a little bit more money for the, and that in turn returns nice. my salary go up nice. a little bit, you know? Well, so, yeah, because I mean, that's got, awesome. Yeah, because you got more money to play with. Like, it's all this money in a pot, and they want to see what you do with it. They want to see how you use it and how's it, what's going to be successful and what's going to fail. Mm-hmm. The state transitional center that I went to, they kept the check, right? You had to bring your check to them, they took it. Plus, yep. you're staying there. Oh. You gotta turn yourself in every day. Okay. But, uh, it's like a rescue mission. No, actually, a lot of halfway houses are like this. Yeah. Almost they most. They give you like 10 or 15% of your check or whatever so that way you can go to the store or stuff mm-hmm. like that. Buy whatever you need. But then they'll take the check and then they'll keep like a third of the check, you know, for your house and right. whatnot. Of course, which the housing's already paid for by the American people to the judicial yeah. system and mm-hmm. stuff. But. And then at the end of it, they'll give you a lump sum of money back. You know what I'm saying? Because by then, they'll be done help you get into an apartment and yeah. everything like that. Right. So I was just wondering how close those programs are together. Nah, that, this is a nonprofit, and we don't... I could get 30 people jobs. That, that company that I got those people jobs to, that money, they don't flip us a check. You know what I'm saying? No. You what, just get my, a bigger budget if you help Yeah, my advantage of going to certain employers would be to build a... A relationship with them so say I get 20 new enrollments and all these people are counting on me to help them get jobs and get situated yeah. but I don't got no employers that I got a connection with that I can send these people to you know what I'm saying so the advantage of working with these employers like we got a, a company in uh, Roanoke called Donex of America 
um, they have a high turnover and they go through a, like a lot of temp services and stuff. Do you hire on people into your cleaning service? My personal cleaning service? Mm-hmm. I do. I nice. do. No, that's yeah, what I was I talking to him about. I was like, yeah. man, we need to get in touch with these transitional centers. Yeah. Because we're talking about building a farm, talking about running a mechanic shop, talking about running another store. Right. Build, keep building on. You know, right. Become a conglomerate. Right. Yeah, you guys are on y'all's way. So, for sure with this. the thing with that is you got to have people to do the other stuff that you ain't got time. Now, we've everybody's, had a horrible time hiring people. Everybody gets paid for the time. Right. Nobody in life got paid just to get paid. Right, right. They got paid because, you, well, you know how to plumb, so I'm going right. to pay you so I don't have to waste my time, time doing that. Because your yep. time is money, right, right. So yeah. with that, we got to find people to go into that, and that's something that we was thinking about having is finding people that are coming out of prison mm-hmm. and reading your programs. Yeah, I'm a, I'm, well, I'll tell y'all what. I'm going to leave y'all so much information about reentry contacts for not just my area, this area as well. Okay. Uh, cool. And we going to, so, and then we can have further conversations. Oh, yeah. As you know, you got my number. We, I'm definitely going to leave because that's another avenue that I'm passionate about as well. So, yes. you know, we like-minded with, with that for sure. Absolutely. So, um, anything, information or anybody I can put you guys in touch with, that I know personally, um, and we work with a lot of probo- probation officers and things like that, you know, so um, we, 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 we have had a lot of success, and we have had people that genuinely came through this program and are doing great right now. Yeah. I got a guy making more money than me with his own business That's right awesome. now, just That's doing awesome. great, man. Yeah, and that's just, freaking sweet. And came to me humble when he got out, just humble and just like, you know, and now to see where he at now is just like, it's crazy, so... And I'll leave you with any information. You can contact anything you need, nice. you know, because that's a that's a good idea. And it's definitely going to be rewarding to some of those guys because these guys getting out with skills. They have yeah, skills. Absolutely. They're oh, yeah. learning a lot of skills in prison yeah. and they get out and people are just, you know, throwing them on some, some bullshit. Like, Imagine the skills. pace that you have to learn inside a place with a bunch of animals. Right, and to be focused. You have yeah. to learn yeah. really yeah. quick. That's you have to crazy. learn how to read people. You gotta learn yeah. how to read situations. You gotta learn yeah. everything. Yeah, that's crazy. It's taught. I say prison is like life out here, except for at 130 <laughs> miles an hour. Right, right. But all the way slowed so, down. Yeah, yeah. At I, the same time, I, I get, I get that. I get but, that. You yeah. gotta have a level of focus, man. So these guys are getting out with skills and having nobody to yeah. believe in them or or the connection with information. You know, I run into people. Um, just in my personal life, I'm chilling, maybe shooting pool or something, and I get to chopping up with somebody. He like, yeah, man, I just got out, and and they going through a rough time. I'm like, brother, why you didn't call me? Why didn't you call the reentry program? Why didn't you do not know about it? And it's like, nah, I never heard of the. Yeah. I didn't know it was a reentry pro. Yeah, man, we here to help. They don't speak on it too like, much in prison. Yeah, yeah, well, if they need to. It's, that's it's something you're really passionate about, right? It's. It's one of my passions, I'll say that, yeah. Do you feel like that passion could be fulfilled working for other people, or would you want to have your own re-entry concern? That's a I mean, we're all following question. other blueprints, right? Yeah, yeah, that's so, a hell of a I mean, question. As men, we all want something that's unique to us. I don't feel like... Because when, when I say a passion, it is something that I want to put my all into. I feel like I got other passions ahead of that that I would pursue before before that was something that I locked in on. Okay. You know? Yeah. So um that's the best way I so can that's answer a lot that. Of time yeah, it's that's a and I got a lot like right now I'm more my biggest passion right now is is teaching my kids and raising my kids. Um 
you know, my son lives with me, and every day I gotta set an example, and sometimes yep. that that's hard. You know, it's, I'm a single, I'm not a single dad. I, he lives with me, and I live alone. So, you know, I gotta do the things that, you know, most women do. You know, yeah. as far as checking on his well-being. You know, sometimes as men, like we tend to not want our boys to see us weak, but yeah. I have to show him that your mental health, son, is important to me. I want to know how you feeling. Did you get dumped? Uh, who hating on you? Who don't like you? What's going on? You growing, you know, what What about yourself you don't like? You know, are you are you depressed? Because yeah. depression is real, you know? And like a lot of kids, they, they go through things and we don't connect yeah. with them. So my passion right now to my son and my daughter is to just... Those things Continue are really to overlooked build. too by yeah, a lot of parents. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it, it is. It's hard to do that on a mm-hmm. regular basis right. and really be in tune. Yeah. I mean, it's. I'm not gonna say it's hard, but it's a lot with an everyday life and with a an schedule. Life, and I'm sure, yeah. just on a, the level of things you oh, told yeah. me, you do in in a day. And then still having to give them kids that energy and love and attention, oh, even yeah. when they being brats and spoiled. Like, you still got to be oh, dad, yeah. you know? 100%. So I'm definitely passionate about I, I enjoy being a father more than anything right now. Definitely. And I was able to write and still be a father. I feel like if I went in the direction that you asked me, that I would lose a lot more of that time, right. you know? But it's definitely something that high up there that I, yeah, you man, know. If I had kids, I'd be willing to spend all my time with them. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, for, for sure. Mm-hmm. The, the kids, they, they they, definitely, they motivated me for to sit down and finish this. And um, so, you know, I'm all I'm all about them. Right yeah. So what's next? What's next before we wrap it up? Uh, um, what's, on, what's on the agenda you're going to do? Another I got... Crossroads 1 and 2 uh, both will be available on Amazon, Apple Books, I Am Now. I just got a contract to do an audio book for the first Crossroads. Nice. So I'm looking over the contract and, and hopefully I'll be stepping into that. But I'm also on my third book called Kindred right now. And this book, man, y'all gonna love this, man. I wrote a book <laughs> about us guys, our view, men's view on women's flaws, but from a funny perspective. Okay. So, so you you, you feel me? So, so I'll give you a quick example. Um, So, one of the characters in the the book, he's dealing with a woman that's toxic, right? She's toxic. She's toxic. Right? So, he... He, he only get these visions after he has sex with the women. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole thing about energy transfer that I, I get into a little bit in the book. It's a little deep, but it's funny. Yeah. So he wakes up in the morning, and he gets out of his bed, and he's just hearing this beautiful sound, like the sirens back in, what is that, Greek? Uh, the the yeah, sirens that yeah. sing and lure the ships to, to wreck. What are they called? Sirens or whatever. So uh, it's, yeah, I know you're it's, it's, it. He's hearing it, and I described it in the book well. He's... He goes to this hallway, but all of a sudden, it's not his normal hallway. He's in his house, but he's thinking he's somewhere else. And he gets in the kitchen, and it's a witch flying around over a cauldron that say toxic on it. And she's half undressed, and he start, he's tripping out. So yeah. imagine you just wake up, and you think this is your reality. So oh, yeah. I'm saying all quirky, funny stuff, and he's yeah. tripping. But he starts to see women's, uh, their flaws, and... He learns to deal with his own flaws instead of judging them. But it's a whole story okay. of five friends and different, they all in different stages of the lives. Like one of them is a total fuckboy. You know, he's a player. He ain't got, he ain't trying to get none of that. The other yeah. one's married. The other one is 
dating, and it just showed the stages of what we go through in our life. Like, you I want to read that one. I definitely yeah. Check that yeah out. I'm right. I'm writing that now. Yeah, so yeah. that that's my that's what's next. I'm writing this third book, um, and just trying to market and promote. I think these the Crossroads One and Crossroads Two got a lot of gems, a lot of things that we discussed here. Yeah, I'm it, anxious to read. It's them. in the books, but in, in a different content, and um, yeah. So that's what I want to do, man. I'm just writing and just building, trying to keep the community. Man, I love here. it. Dude, I, I love that you came out here. Oh, most definitely. And drove all the way out here. That was a good conversation. Absolutely. I knew it. I knew it was going to be a good one. Exactly. He said, what are we going to talk about? I said, we're just going to flow. Watch. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be good. Yeah. It's going to die like a mixtape. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, good minds come together. You know, a lot of things can be discussed. But I definitely appreciate you coming out. Oh, it's no been problem. definitely an honor. I'm going to read these probably this weekend. And let me know. Let me know. Give me some feedback. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. And y'all need to go check that out. Crossroads. You know, I'm gonna have the links up for you. And uh, that was freaking awesome. I hey, appreciate you. That was awesome, man. Yes, definitely. I'm, I'm glad to be on here, and I had a great building time with you, brothers. Bro. Hell yeah. Yes, sir.